Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. What up, guys? This is The Lunch Table, uh, episode kind of already in progress. These guys are laughing at me because of my uh, technical abilities and getting microphones set up, but we are glad that you're here. We're going to jump into some topics that you may or may not have talked about, but you definitely would around a lunch table with some other youth pastors. I'm Matt. I'm the next-gen pastor at a church called LifePoint. Guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? What's up? I'm Drew. I'm a uh, student pastor, which basically means that I'm uh, a next-gen pastor, but I don't get paid the same as Matt. Um, and I'm from Spring Lake, North Carolina. Um, and uh, yeah, kick, kicking it out here with, with these two buffoons out here. All right. What's up, everybody? My name is Nate. I'm the lead pastor of a church called LifeSpring, which means I should be making twice as much as Drew and Matt, but it's a small <laughs> church, so I'm not. Um, but I'm out here in Bowling Trust Springs, me, trust South me. He Carolina. he tr- he tr- he treats us like he makes twice as much as us. I can tell you that. <laughs> he didn't actually make it. He treats us that way. We we call that lead pastor syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> trying, I'm trying to be cool. That's why I hang out with you guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I want to ask you guys a question about something that's literally happening in my life right now as we record this podcast. And that is my wife started a new job. And so we have childcare lined up for the job and everything. But she had two weeks of training, which means um, one week we sent my five-year-old up to the grandparents' house and now she's back. And now I am trying to do my best to balance this work family life. So I have my five-year-old in another room. So this might be an exciting podcast if you hear me going, shh, I'm on a podcast, you know, that kind of thing. My question to you guys today is how are you, um, how do you balance ministry life and family life in a way that keeps you and your family sane? (laughs) That is a a real question. We didn't have to wait four or five years into parenting to start to figure that out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you're just now dealing with this is uh, is awesome. That's great. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, um, it's pretty intense um, around these parts for me sometimes um, because my my daughter is... Uh, her name's Kinsley. Um, she's four and she's special needs. Um, kind of waiting to find out, you know, if she's um, actually autistic or not and stuff like that. But she does, she's the, the hard thing is that she's nonverbal. So she doesn't talk at all um, and doesn't really understand everything that we say, except maybe she does and she just doesn't care. But, you know, unless you <laughs> stand in front of option. her while watching a movie, she made it very clear to me to move. Oh, she, yep. She'll, she'll communicate to you, uh, in, in screams. Um, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's intense, but, um, the, that's the hard thing is my wife actually works from home. And so she's Kinsley is just at the point where she, um, can go to school. Right. So she's like just starting preschool and stuff. Um, and, um, until this year, like literally coming up, we're starting school here. Um, you know, it's, um, uh, she's been like going till noon or something like that. So that still leaves like five hours of the day that my wife is just at home with her. Um, and then my son also, you know, he's, you know, normally developed, which is awesome. But um, he, uh, he would be there. It's just two kids at my house with my wife. 
at, at home. And so like in the summer, like I've got my son, I've got a couch on the other side of my office where he colors and hangs out and I got to go and film an announcement video. And he's doing the same thing that, that, that Matt's kid's doing right now, just chilling in another room and just like, sit down, don't make a sound <laughs> like literally just for 10 minutes, just no sound. <laughs> so, you know, so uh, it's definitely, I think on the logistical things like that, it's, you know, working it out like that can be, can be hard, but like trying to maybe try and balance the other direction where it's like, how do we balance ministry with our family life? You know, like that's yeah. uh, like in a, in a perfect world, that's like what we want to be like. Right. You know, but logistically, I think, you know, sometimes it, it happens the other way because it's our job and we have to like pay for things and stuff. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. Nate, when, when do you kind of experience the most uh, tension in family and ministry? And then I'll definitely follow this up later though, about what's the good aspects of being able to have family and ministry and things like that. But I, let's start with the tent stuff. Man. Um, I wish you wouldn't have worded it like that. Cause I was going to go a positive route because I am in a very unique situation. I know that many people are very jealous of where, you know, Grammy, who is my mom lives in our town, uh, lives with my wife and I and owns her own daycare and school. <laughs> and so mm. we have free 99 childcare <laughs> all day. Um, and so rarely would I ever have to have them now, the, the balance, the tenseness of it, um, and I'm also coming off my eight-year-old just getting baptized. So like the ministry side of it, the family side of it's all just really on a high right now. Um, but the tense part of it would definitely be mostly probably in the marriage aspect of things where it's just like, man, you come home, um, you know, my wife works full-time um, outside the church and I work full-time inside the church. And so you're both home, you're both exhausted. You both have kids to do whatever. And it's like, like last Saturday, great example, man. We had a funeral in our church. We had, I just got back from a camp last week and you're exhausted, but yet you got to jump into dad mode, husband mode. I would always joke and say, you know, pre-kids, I'd hibernate for like a day <laughs> after eight days of camp. Uh, that's not an option now. And so the tense part is balancing your own rest, balancing your own, still having responsibilities at the church to do, but yet being awesome at home. Um, so trying to find that, that balance is definitely intense for me a lot do you, do you guys have any friends or know anybody that like their church doesn't support them like bringing their kids to work sometimes like there's this like because i feel like depending on who's listening to this podcast it sounds like all three of our churches are pretty cool with understanding family life and like totally. we're it's it's they, they understand that this is a week where i'm gonna have um riley my five-year-old with me the whole week last week i had my three-year-old with me sometimes her name is kinsley as well um good but <laughs> yeah, very good name but i love that name uh um but like one thing I love about LifePoint is like they're they're totally cool with that. Now I don't think they want it every every day of the whole year, you know, not, nothing yeah. like that. I think they would they would probably say something, but they do do understand family life. What do you guys do? You guys have people in ministry that don't have that support at their church, or have you ever worked at a church that didn't support bringing your family with you when you needed to? I've never worked at one. Uh, well, I don't know. I did a um, an internship um, through intern academy um so, uh yep, we'll, yep. we'll, 
we're going to talk about it eventually, just not uh, right now. Um, but the um, <laughs> when we were doing, when I was doing my internship, like on my first entrance into ministry, um, it wasn't like, it wasn't a, a church that was like, hey, we don't want kids here. Like they don't, they wouldn't come out and say that, but the environment definitely did not support it um, for sure. Right. Like, and, and I don't know if that was on purpose necessarily, but it was like, there were some kids that had frequented the office with their parents and stuff, um, but like they would be in their office and not go anywhere else. Right. And like, not like, and it was like, you would not know that they were there like at all. And so, um, so actually I think me and my two fellow interns were probably the people that made the most sound in that office. Not <laughs> um, and so, um, it was like, not, not bad. It was just, and I think people probably could have gotten away with it if they needed to. Um, but it was like, it was just one of those offices that was like, this is an office, like for sure. Um, but I don't know anybody that's ever had like the no, you can't have your kids here. Like that's not going to work. Like that's yeah. I don't. I don't know. I feel like that would be really frustrating as a pastor. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, about you? I, yeah. So I've never been a part of a church that wasn't necessarily cool with kids being around. Though. Yeah, that's a good point. The last church I was at, my kids would not have wanted to be around if they existed at the time. <laughs> it was just kind of <laughs> not a lot of fun going on there. But. Um, but in a sense of, yeah, just a cool environment. Like so we have a school through our church right now. So the kids are literally there all day, every day. And, um, you know, we had to work on the whole, hey, when my counseling signs on the door, you are not allowed to knock, you're not allowed to come in at all. Um, and then yeah. other than that, it's a pretty open door, you know, come in and, and be around a little bit. But, um, but on the opposite end of that, I'd say when your church is cool with it, especially in youth ministry, just don't take advantage of it. Like I would, I would not like it if, if Jacob's my youth pastor's daughter one day like took away from youth trips because she was there and Matt and I have some horror stories of other youth <laughs> pastors we've known in the past it's like hey ninth graders you're gonna babysit my kids so me and my wife go on a date on a youth trip like not mm -hmm. okay um so yeah as long as the kid doesn't take away and plus you gotta be really careful as a parent like if your church is cool with them going should they be going should they be on that bus with a 11th grader yeah. talking about lord knows what so um if they are cool that you still gotta be careful yeah that was that was my next question was like how much do you want your church in general not even necessarily the youth group or just church in general how much do you want them to see into your life like how much do you allow them to see into your life and then mm -hmm. with your own kids how much do you want them or what are the boundaries you guys have set to kind of being around some of these students or uh you know, young families that you maybe you're trying to help that aren't making the same decisions that you guys would make in the sense of like your household and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think wow. honestly, um, to, uh, there was, you were talking about like people having ninth graders watch your kids on camp and stuff like that. Um, I, I just, that reminded me of something that the youth pastor before me, um, here, uh, used to do, uh, when they would go to camp, they would rent, uh, an Airbnb next door um for the whole week that they were there for eight days and it was two thousand dollars every single year that they would add to camp <laughs> it was oh, like what? what and that's just like the place that they would and stay the kids would yeah. have to pay for it they would like add that into the cost of like the kids or would they have to pay for oh, it oh no the no the church would pay for it whoa wow. i've never yeah. heard of that before mm -hmm. i 
That is crazy. Well, we'll have to talk about this at, uh, at when we like talk about camps and stuff. But um, when I got here, my youth budget was $13,000 in the hole because of the last oh, camp that they went on. Yeah. <laughs> no <Yeah>. big deal. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty rough. But, um, but as far as like the boundaries, like I think there's some times when um, like there's some events that I think um, my wife Lexi and I like, well, um, we'll just like not take our kids um, sometimes like when it's just like, you know, Lexi will just stay home. You know, if there's, you can just tell that sometimes like they're just burnt out on childcare and maybe like the same kids, like, it's just like, they just need a break from each other and stuff. Um, and, um, and I think just, just realizing that like they have a work-life balance that they need to hold to, right. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. they can't just be here all the time, you know, um, like we have to be. Um, and so, you know, usually that lines up with like, Hey, we need a vacation <laughs> or Hey, <laughs> Lexi needs to also not be there because things are weird. And so, um, so, you know, I mean, for the most part, it's, you know, just, okay, we're just going to take a break. Um, and just dad's going or something like that. But, um, yeah, but for the most part, like that's, that's kind of like how we pull that balance off, um, for them. Um, but, um, I wouldn't bring them to camp or or anything like that um yeah. you know just because it's there's too much investment that i have to have in other people that i have no time to invest in them right and so i would rather like fully invest in them when i can rather than shortchange both sides you know and that's a conversation that you know hopefully you have with your wife maybe during the i mean hopefully during an engagement process just oh, to yeah. say hey this week this this is what my summers look like right and right, mm -hmm. right now i can't promise this um during this week that i can be there for you as much as i would the week afterwards right and you have to work through the, those things or and, you know maybe you got into ministry after you're married well th these are just conversations that you have yeah. to have with your family of like what you're able to do because what I was thinking was, is there's been some years at camp where I've had to say like, look, I'm, I'm on the whole time. Like there's just the, the team isn't developed to a place or especially when I was younger and I didn't, you know, wasn't able to develop as big teams as I, as I can now. Then I say, hey, look, I have to be on all the time. Whereas now there was a camp one year where we stayed at a hotel. It was a big camp um, that stayed at like a, a, a hotel that had like a water park. It was like a theme park kind of hotel thing. Well, we, it was four students to a room. Well, um, because of students wanting to share rooms together, we were able to have one empty room that I offered to my wife and, and she brought up um, a friend with her and she brought up her kid. And um, now, but we had to pay for our own travel. Like she had to pay for her own travel. We didn't pay for her to go on this trip, but right. I did let her stay in that room. And with that team, the way it was, there was a night where I was able to go to the team and say, hey guys, I would like to go to the water park with my kid are you guys cool with that and they were all like oh yeah go for sure and like there was nothing dropped there everything was handled i felt 100 percent good that i that if i had to go back and explain myself to why i was at the park with my family i could say hey these were all the people i had i had lined up ahead of right. time to be able to handle everything that needed to be handled for that night and i could i slipped away for two hours to be you know to have a night with my family 
So there was one time I did that, but I just want to be very clear. That was not every camp. Like, I can't, I, I don't right. promise that every camp, you know, that right. kind of thing. And the other end of that, that is so awesome. And I know we're all three blessed in this category is like, Emily, Matt, your wife, like she's that two hours you have with them was awesome, but she understood the other 22 you were in youth mm -hmm. pastor mode. Well, and I would so say you she could have those two hours, you know? Yeah. And she saw it as like a bonus, not expected. Right. Right? right like it wasn't ex an expected two hours and i think that's what i mean about having those conversations with your family beforehand and i just want to uh, add on to this too and um, i'll shut up but we also have conversations about how i'll be more available after camp like right. that i can't I, my promise to my family is when i come home from camp i gotta set it up in a way that i'm not burnt out in you know, I'm not so burnt out that I can't be there for you now. And we work, we work through that rest period. Like you were saying, Nate, like yeah. we work, we work through that time that I might need, but then I make some commitments to them that I try to follow up with pretty quickly after being gone for a long time. Yeah. All right. Well guys, I'm so glad that you guys have listened through this podcast with us today um, here at the lunch table. It has been so cool to talk about some of these topics, uh, especially about like our work-life balance and what it's like to lead a family in ministry and uh, just try to be the best husbands and pastors that we can be and stuff. Um, and actually it was so awesome to go through this conversation that it literally took us almost an hour to talk about this topic. And so uh, that's why we're going to have to split this one into two episodes. And so, um, yeah, me as this like tech guy on the team, right? I'm going to have to come by and uh, split these up sometimes. But man, it is so cool to have you guys with us. Uh, I hope that you guys, if you are invested in this, if you've really gotten something out of this, or if, even if you just find it entertaining to um, hear about other people's lives and how, you know, crazy life is sometimes, um, feel free to share this thing. Um, you know, let other people know about it. You know, if you have some friends in ministry that are, um, just needing a connection or even just needing, um, you know, some, someone to listen to or, or think through these things, um, you know, bring up some topics to think through, um, man, I would love, um, to get connected with you guys for our, our podcast, you know, or even if you have topics that you want, um, us to talk about, feel free to reach out and, uh, and definitely share this thing out there. Um, let other people know that this is going on and we'll, uh, talk to you next week.